I slowly lost control of Nested Naturals as a CEO. That is a realization I've had. Hey, it's Jeremy here, and today I just wanted to give you a quick update, a six-week update since bringing on the co-CEO to Nested Naturals. Just to let you know what the experience has been like for these past six weeks, some of my lessons, some of my takeaways. Uh, I just felt like I wanted to share this with you. So if you didn't know already, I brought on a co-CEO to Nested Naturals six weeks ago. But to give you the update on six weeks in, um, it's been incredible. It's really been a, a breath of fresh air and a huge weight off my shoulders to bring a seasoned veteran in of this person's caliber to really take charge and, and help with the operational execution of Nested Naturals. It has been tremendous. And I'm not disclosing this individual's name yet because I haven't even asked him if he wants me disclosing his identity like this. It's, a, um, it's an interim situation right now. He's only set to be on board with us until um, September. Um, there is a possibility, I'm, I'm still looking at the possibility of him maybe staying on longer. That's yet to be determined. So I'm gonna go through some of the lessons and some of the takeaways I've had over these past six weeks. And really the first is, I lost control of my company. Not in these six weeks, but prior, leading up over this last year, I slowly lost control of Nested Naturals as the CEO. That is a realization I've had. No one else is at fault. I'm not pointing the fingers at anyone else. This is my responsibility, being at the helm of this company. And it's really just a testament to my lack of experience and awareness operating from the top level. It's as simple as that. Um, we've had a lot of transition in the company, a lot of turnover, um, as we've you know, moved in a, into a different direction and kind of got rid of the old and made room for the new, so to speak. And just with that transition of a company, it, it slowly eroded my control with people's opinions and people's way of doing things. And I got exhausted and I got burnt out with things and felt this huge burden. And I really just lost control. I did not have tight control on things. And watching the co-CEO now come in and work alongside me, and seeing him really tighten up the controls has really been a beautiful thing to watch and very enlightening and educational for me. You know, for example, we have an A player organization mantra that we are now saying. We are turning Nested Naturals into an A player organization. Up until this point, it has been a largely B player organization. And again, I'm not pointing the fingers. This is not fault of anyone else. We've had great employees come through that here, but either they weren't at the level of their careers to really be strong leaders dictating an A-player agenda, or it was the fault of my own leadership, and again, losing control. So really setting the standard of A-player organization and really giving people assessments to find out where they're at, because you can't know where you're gonna go with someone or what the path is until you know where their current place is that they're residing. And then you can draw the roadmap from there. So we've gone through assessments. We've talked about this as a leadership team, how we're making these transitions. Um, you know, we have a leadership operational principle document we created that really lays out these step-by-step, -step, this ideology, for lack of a better word, or, or operational principles is what it is, for how we're going to operate and how we're going to show up to set that example for the rest of the team. Because it all starts with leadership, right? We can't ask everyone on the team to be A players unless we are bringing our A game from the top level. And that's what we're tightening up right now. And setting up the plans to take the people from B player to A player, um, setting up a recruitment strategy to really attract A players, um, and making a lot of nice changes there that I'm excited about. In addition to this, I wanna say, 
that a transition in a company, and this goes back to losing control and being exhausted and having this weight on my shoulders, it's probably the hardest thing I've ever taken on in my entire life. Because when you're dealing with organizational change, you are up against natural resistance from what currently is, from status quo. It's human nature to resist change. It's human nature to resist um, a challenge or a change to step up and elevate yourself, especially if you've been comfortable with the way things are. And that's challenging with one person, but with a collective organization with multiple 15 people, you're basically shifting like a living, breathing company and collective, and you're shifting that track and shifting that direction. And it requires a lot of coaching. It requires a lot of meticulous processes and setup. And it has been difficult. It has been very difficult. And that's a testament to the co-CEO helping start this from the top, but also a testament to the current team. I want to give a public kudos here to the current team at Nested for really stepping up. It hasn't been easy. There's been very tough conversations. Um, there's been a lot of things we've had to face as a collective and as individuals. And the team we have in place now has really risen to the challenge. The work has just started. We're not done by any means. But I've been really impressed with how the team has risen up to this challenge. My goal with Nested Naturals is to create a top-tier organization, an A-player organization, that makes a true impact in the health and wellness industry. And we're not looking to sit around and sing Kumbaya together. And sometimes it requires some tough conversations. Sometimes it requires not being the most friendly but it's all for the greater good and bringing the best out of people. And I feel like we've really steered the ship to move in that direction. Um, another thing the co-CEO brought, has brought in is um, what's caused, what, what is called root cause analysis. And that is where we're having challenges. For example, in communication, if there is an objective that's set and it doesn't get met and, or it gets forgotten, or there's a communication breakdown, this idea of root cause analysis, and it can be a pain in the ass. It can be um, exhausting when you're really drilling things down to a very deep detailed level, but it's absolutely necessary. And this co-CEO showed me um, really how to approach problems within a company. You want to go after it right away, not let things simmer and not think, oh, communication breakdown. Okay, let's just move on. It's just a one-time thing. It probably won't happen again. To not make assumptions to not make assumptions and not look at something at, as beneath you and not actually address it and not actually hone in and say, what happened here? Why did we have this communication breakdown? To some people I know, they'll, they might think they're above that or that's micromanaging, but this co-CEO has, has shown me like, when you're, when you're making this transition from the top level, you can't have your head in the clouds. You have to be on the ground level and be monitoring for any sort of dissent or any sort of communication breakdown because if you don't address that, that is a potential cancer outgrowth. That is a potential um, vulnerability that can emerge if left unchecked. So it's about attacking things, right? Something comes up, you attack it, you go right at it. You have a one-on-one, -on -one, you have a meeting, you find out the problem, you move on. You correct, you continue. Something else bubbles up, you go right at it. You don't sweep things under the rug. This co-CEO is very direct. He's not the most friendly at times, but he's very clear and he's very fair and he doesn't put up with nonsense. And that's really allowed all of us to step up to a new level, including myself, and it's very exciting. Um, another thing he's brought in is something called OKRs, 
objectives and key results. Managing by objectives, not managing by tasks. When you manage by tasks, it is incredibly exhausting, not only to the person managing, but also to the person being managed. When you manage by objectives and key results, not only does it allow the team member to have autonomy in getting the job done, but it's less exhausting to the leader to have to, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of going back on what I just said about honing in on the details. Well, you don't want to do that unnecessarily. With root cause analysis, it's necessary. With, with, when it comes to day-to-day -day management and moving towards our goals and our objectives, you want to give people freedom to get the job done. And you want to not have to get super detailed and just focus on what matters. Are we hitting the results? Are we moving towards the results here? Making sure those results are very clear, very clearly defined so that there's no ambiguity and no lack of clarity around them. And then managing by those. So if someone shows up to a meeting, it's like, hey, did you get your objectives done? Yes, awesome, move on. No, I'm having some challenges here. Okay, address the challenges, give them some feedback if necessary, and then let them go back out for the next week and achieve the result. It's a much better way of managing for results versus tasks, and that's been a, a, huge, a huge thing here for us at Nested. Um, and then again, noise versus clarity. I put a video up recently. I'll link to that as well in the description. This idea of noise versus clarity, I won't go too deep into it because I did that in the other video. Cut out the nonsense, cut out the bullshit. Focus on the things that are driving the results. Focus on the things that are moving the needle. If new projects emerge or initiatives or someone has some suggestion for like a new system, if it's, if it's gonna bog you down, if it's a waste of time, if it's gonna distract, it's noise. It's noise. And that could look like anything. It could look like a new way of doing things in HR, some HR initiative. It could be a new system you bring in operationally for efficiency. It could be a marketing campaign. It could be some idea for branding, whatever it is. Really have the discipline to assess, is that necessary or is it noise? And having the discipline to look at, view things through that lens. And if something's noise, we don't even discuss it. It's like noise, we push it aside. And that's allowed things to operate much more efficiently and allowed us to, to really focus on what truly matters, which has been beautiful. So lastly, I just wanna say the co-CEO has also done a great job navigating the team with everything I just said before, but also with honing in on people's strengths and really assessing the current team. And we've shuffled some people around from the roles they were prior focused on. We've shuffled them around. Uh, one example is uh, someone who's working in R&D as an R&D specialist, very, very smart woman. We realized she had a passion for client care and customer service, has a background working for Four Seasons. And if you don't know what Four Seasons is, it's, it's basically a five-star resort chain all over the world, which is known to be one of the top, if not the top resort chain as far as having a vacation and not like all-inclusive, but five-star experience with spa or wherever it may be. I mean, I've been to them in Mexico, Costa Rica. They're all over the world. They're in Whistler here in Canada. And um, they take their customer service experience, customer experience training very seriously. The, 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 the training they put you through, the length of training they put their employees through. So she, she has this training and this understanding of client experience, plus the passion, plus the knowledge of our products. We've put her in charge of our client care department. It wasn't getting the attention it needs. It was, it was more in maintenance mode. And we want to take it to the next level and give our customers a five-star experience. So we've put her in that role. She's been super excited about it. 
Um, I know our customers so far have been happy with the attention and we're just getting started there. The plans we have to roll out are, are very exciting, but that's just another thing I wanted to add. And uh, all in all, don't want this to get too long. I just want to share where things were at six weeks in. If you have a question that I didn't really address or something I didn't um, elaborate on, leave a question below. I'm happy to elaborate further. I may very likely do that uh, at the end of the quarter as well, just to summarize the full 90 days. And we'll talk to you soon. <music>